Did you know that DistroKid now offers Snapchat distribution for independent artists? This coming up and so much more on The Morning Coffee with Jacqueline Jacks here on AVA Live Radio. So DistroKid now offers independent and DIY artists distribution on Snapchat. It's kind of interesting because Snapchat's been trying to do a lot more, you know, Everybody kind of flipped over to TikTok, and then they go to Instagram, and then they go back to TikTok. There's like a lot of controversy about who's where and what's better. But Snapchat looks to be jumping into the music space a little bit more. The opportunity to be featured in users' Snapchat is uh, something brand new and fresh, and why not? Snapchat has more than 265 million daily active users still with 5 billion snaps every day. The platform recently announced its sounds on Snapchat, featuring uh, the artists in October 2020. It offers users a curated catalog of emerging and established artists for users. DistroKid artists are now on the list, thanks to this new partnership. Music is added to snaps either before or after the videos. And there's also no limitations on where music can be shared either directly to Snapchat stories or among the friends. I mean, it looks like everybody's kind of jumping into the space, right? Like Instagram Reels allows you to add music. You can also do it on uh, TikTok. So pretty much everything you can do on TikTok, Instagram gets. So you can really just go back and forth. Just make sure you don't republish a TikTok video to your Instagram because if it has the little TikTok symbol, Instagram will ban it and like shadow ban it and not feature it anywhere, which is bad for you. You'll never get a viral hit if you're using something that has been made on TikTok. So just be sure to share it to your phone without the TikTok symbol on it and then you can repurpose that information or that content whatever it's called today. At launch, Snapchat said the new feature included music with the following partner list. Warner Music Group, Merlin and Independent Labels, Universal Music Publishing Group, Warner Chappelle Music, Cobalt, BMG Music Publishing, um, and affiliate publishers from um, NMPA. I mean, the usual suspects, right? When a Snapchat user receives a snap with music, they can view the information about the track, which is pretty interesting. Swiping up reveals the album art, the song title, and the name of the artist. Also a really cool addition. So at least they did a good job at building out this technology. The snaps also include a link to play the song on the user's default streaming platform. That includes support for Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud's still hanging in there. Good job. I mean, by the way, SoundCloud has a lot of independent artists, and it's kind of like still known as the underground of independent music. In other words, you don't have to be on Spotify to be a popular artist today. You can still be just on SoundCloud. Just a little FYI. Snapchat reveals TikTok in its captive audience attention demographic. 90% of all 13 to 24 year olds and 75% of 13 to 34 year olds use Snapchat at least once a week. I mean, I'm one of those Snapchat users, you know, I mean, I'm in one of those demographics and I certainly do use Snapchat once a week. But I have to say I use Instagram every single hour, 
because that's where we do a lot of stuff. And we also use TikTok at least once a week. Yeah, well, that's just my demographic. Anyway, that's more than Facebook and Instagram combined, so they say, making these valuable platforms a target for artists in that demographic. So in other words, 13 to 34, that's a pretty wide range for you to have access to. It's certainly worth doing. I mean, you know, when you're marketing music today, you can't think that if you're in only one space, you're going to capture everyone because all of these spaces tend to have their own communities, right? I mean, like right now, I'm really into the NFT art and in NFT art, there's a huge community. And not only that, but they're not really into everything. Maybe they're entirely on Twitter and they're not really doing a lot of other social media pages, right? So you have to kind of diversify your social media plans and your content because there's so many different groups that you're missing out on if you're not on all the spaces. So maybe even spending once a week on every space is a good thing and having seven spaces that you focus on. Or if you're in a band, you can assign band members to maintain each space and get really good at it and then have a meeting once a month where everybody kind of educates the other band members on how to use that service. That's a really great way to utilize your band members, by the way, and gain so much more energy, activity, emotion, and support from music fans on these platforms. So how do you add DistroKid music to Snapchat? Let's just go through the details, shall we, right after this little break. Okay, so I had to catch my breath there for a second. How to add DistroKid music to Snapchat? The Snapchat distribution service is free for all DistroKid members. Here are the steps you need to take to get your music prepped for Snapchat. New music on DistroKid must exist. Select the Snapchat checkbox when uploading a new track. Old music on DistroKid, this is how you do it. Sign in to DistroKid, select your previous release, select Add to More Stores, then check the Snapchat box checkbox. I feel like I'm doing one of those like riddles. (laughs) Check the Snapchat checkbox that appears. If no Snapchat checkbox appears, say that 20 times fast. No, then the track is being distributed to Snapchat already. Okay, so did you get that? If you go into the Snapchat checkbox, and it's not showing up, then the track is already in distribution on Snapchat. Snapchat is expanding its partnerships with labels to help fill out its sounds on Snapchat library. Snap Inc. is working hard to become the TikTok competitor in that space. And TikTok in the United States is still still really uncertain. I mean, they had that whole Trump lawsuit against TikTok, and it was recently filed as TikTok versus Biden now, opening the possibility of future governmental regulations. This has really caused a lot of people who were just on that one TikTok to expand to other networks and start launching their content everywhere. I mean, 
Certainly Snapchat was giving uh, some people a lot of money to come over to their platform. I think they had something like a million dollars going out to artists who were going viral on Snapchat. You also see a lot of other services doing this, like Facebook and and YouTube is starting these kinds of stories. Um, Instagram certainly has copied everything that Snapchat and TikTok has. So everybody has multiple spaces arranged if you're a big influencer, just because they just don't know if TikTok is going to be banned in the US or not. It's still so uncertain. It's very strange. And this comes at a time when people are starting to get educated about what these apps do with your information. And they were kind of saying that I saw a lot of newsprint about TikTok being suspect to tracking things going on on your phone. Maybe we should dig this up just a little bit, right? I mean, TikTok had a little thing where it was revealed that they were watching and tracking things on your phone, like really weird things, Um, things that are like secret spy type of activities, like where you've been, who you're talking to, I mean, even conversations. Uh, So there's no solid proof on it, but it has been said that they send data to China. And even though there's no solid proof, I mean, Forbes was even talking about it, right? Here's what Forbes said. Let's go through this for a second. The relentless pressure on TikTok ramped up further this week. The U.S. Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, again claimed user data is sent to China. It's not possible to have your personal information flow across a Chinese server. We warned during a British media interview without the data ending up in the hands of Chinese Communist parties. He characterized it as the evil empire. TikTok is firmly in the sights of Trump administration and they're not letting up. And now they're in the sights of the Biden administration. As TikTok continues to deny US accusations of data mishandling and it borrowing pressure, it bowing to pressure from Beijing, uh, cyber experts are still saying that those denials are in question. Beware. Social media giant not only collects troves of personal data on you, but also cooperates with the CCP, extending China's surveillance and censorship censorship reach beyond its borders. Sorry about that. It is early and this is the morning coffee. So you're going to get a little flub for me every once in a while until I have at least two cups of coffee. But anyway, you get the gist, right? But, you know, I have to say that if you've ever looked at something on Amazon and then you go over to Facebook or you go over to Instagram, does that item not show up for you, especially if you're on Wayfair? I know that if I shop anywhere on a major department store or something, all of a sudden their ads end up in all of my social media of what I just looked at, like reminding me, hey, you forgot to buy me. Now, that's definitely data tracking, right? That's definitely showing what I'm doing on my web browser and pulling that information into my social media page. In fact, I just got a message when I was on Instagram, they asked to use all of my phone data to better serve up ads to me. And I said no. And then after I said no, they're like, are you sure? (laughs) Are you sure you don't want better targeted ads for you so that you don't get 
ads that you don't want to see. I mean, they're really pushing it hard. And that actually gives access to your data, meaning that everything you surf for online and God knows what else. I mean, your messenger is being tracked, people are listening. And if you have one of those Google things in your home, by the way, that's tracking you too. That's recording everything you say and keeping it on files. And I don't even know that those files get deleted. Somehow, I think there's algorithms out there that are just like capturing key phrases. So be careful what you say if you got your Google on, that's for sure. All right, enough of that digital news. Go over to DistroKid and check out all that they have to offer. They've got a lot of really good stuff. Also, I know that DistroKid, um, they have really great rates for artists to put their music out there on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Tidal, TikTok, YouTube, and more. It's pretty cool. I mean, they're like a la carte services, right? So the basic package is like $19.99 to upload unlimited albums and songs for a year. But I do know that a lot of these other things are extras. Um, I'm not sure if it's if there's something to the added extras that generates more people or does something interesting for you, but the features you won't find anywhere else on DistroKid are distribute covers legally. So if you're doing covers, that's a really great place to do it. Get paid when other people use your music on YouTube. I think that that is an added service though, but I'm not really sure. Don't quote me on it because that changes a lot. Unlimited backups, instant Spotify verified checkmark. Who doesn't love that? Manage your Apple Music page from there. You can get your credits and lyrics into stores. You can um, music video generator. They have an auto generator. I've seen some of those. They're not bad. I mean, like, I think I would probably take the video and then use another app to add some more animation to it and then re-upload it. That's a really better way to do it, but at least it's there, you know. Get a YouTube official artist channel. So if you don't have that, that's something that you can get and they make it really easy for you. Spotify pre-saves. I mean, it's convenient, right? I mean, like these, these distributors to get your music out there on all platforms are growing and they're finding that there's a lot of things that musicians can't do and that you don't really have the time to learn to do. So they're taking that out of your hands and they're trying to make it as easy as possible. I've heard a lot of good things about DistroKid. I work with a lot of musicians that have used them. Sure, there's a lot of others uh, out there like CD Baby, et cetera, et cetera, right? But I have found that I like the pricing on DistroKid and I also like the service. So if I were going to launch music, I would first start with DistroKid. I have seen as a music curator that when we try to put music on YouTube, if somebody is with CD Baby it gets banned right away and the video gets held, which is really bad for artists because if somebody is a music curator and they want to put your music on YouTube and you allow it, that doesn't really mean that your distributor isn't going to get in your way. And what that entices the curator to do is not use anybody that is listed with CD Baby. Also, the founder of CD Baby actually said that DistroKid is an amazing service and they're sending everyone they know over to the service for these new 
additions that they're getting because they are exclusive to DistroKid. Okay, enough of my DistroKid ad. I don't know why I go off on these tangents, but I think I just want you guys to have the information. Yes, I do. All right, Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. Thanks for spending your 10 minutes with me. Ah, let's go listen to some music, shall we? Tune into the next show.